Hello and welcome to the Just Hoops podcast. Hope you guys are having a great week, enjoying the early parts of the holiday season, and enjoying basketball around the globe at a high level. Um, without anything further ado, in this podcast, I'm doing it solo. Josh couldn't make it due to holiday travel, but I'm here to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks, their early season ups and downs, and what they can do moving forward to be as good as they can possibly be under coach Adrian Griffin in his first year and one of the most talented rosters in the NBA. But before doing that, I want to ask you guys how you're doing like we start every podcast. Yes, I can't hear your answer, so I'm going to tell you how I'm doing. I'm doing good basketball season. We had a 11 day break between games, between a Sunday game in Brooklyn and now a Thursday night game at home against Lehigh before Christmas break. Um, I'm just excited. It's a good time of year. Vibes are high. We're in a good spot as a team and I'm excited to see what we can do come conference play. But along with that, I've been able to watch a lot more NBA during this little bit of a stretch. So I'm excited to dive into this discussion about the Milwaukee Bucks and what they can do moving forward to be one of the best teams in the NBA like we all expect them to be come March, April, May, and potentially playing in June. But we'll see from this conversation what you come away with, and I'd love to hear your comments in the comment section. Please make sure to subscribe. But without further ado, let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. So the Bucks are currently... 19 and 7. They have the third offensive rating at a 121.1. They have the 21st defense at a 116.7 defensive rating. Um, in terms of the last two weeks, they're 5 and 1. They're plus 11 in point differential in those last two weeks. They have the number two offensive rating at a 129.7 and the 19th defense at a 118.6. So to start things off, I am going to talk about the offensive side of the ball because it has been so freaking impressive to watch. This Bucks team, who's been known perennially as one of the best defensive units in the NBA, um, they just flipped the switch. I know adding a guy like Damian Lillard definitely changes things for you, but at the end of the day, they found out how to weaponize everyone. Uh, using Brooke Lopez as a spacer, being able to manipulate where they put guys on the floor, who's in actions, how to use three-man actions, how to use two-man actions, how to free guys up, how to do inverted stuff. Just all the above has really opened up the floor for them and has made them one of the most potent offenses in the league this year. Their first and effective field goal percentage, they get to the foul line a ton thanks to Giannis and a lot of their other slashing bigger wings. They don't really turn it over a ton at a 13.4% turnover rate. And... Other things, they're 1.055 points per possession in the pick and roll. They're scoring nearly 1.2 point per possession in transition. They're getting up and down a lot more than they have. Uh, they're getting a lot of good looks in spot-up situations, shooting 61.2% effective field goal percentage in spot-ups. Isolation, they're a good team. That's their fourth most play type, um, scoring 0.97 point per possession at 44.4% field goal. Uh, pick and roll still elite because of having a guy like Giannis going to the rim, having Bobby Portis as a pop and dive threat, and then also Brooke Lopez as a great screener, just doing it all at this end of the floor. Uh, when you add passing to it, 
the Bucks are the 93rd percentile in the NBA in terms of their pick and roll plus passing, a 1.107 point per possession plus passes. They're shooting 57.2% effective field goal percentage out of the pick and roll. ISOs, they're really not getting a ton, only about 300 possessions 10% of the time. And in post-ups with passes, it comes out to 10% of the time also, but a 1.059 point per possession is pretty dang good to look at. Shooting 57% effective field goal percentage, they're just doing a lot of things at a high level, putting guys in spots to be successful. I love the development of some of their young pieces. Marjan Bochamp has done a great job this season. He's a plus 0.05 while on the floor, doing his job at both ends, just being highly impactful with his size, length, and athletic ability, and also his ability to score the ball at a really high level. I do like him moving forward as a guy that can be a shot creator and shot maker alongside of Giannis for the long term. And I think the sky's bright for him defensively also. The way that he flies around, he's able to guard on the perimeter, block shots on the inside, force turnovers, really active, high-energy guy. He does have room to grow at that end of the floor like the Bucks do, but we'll talk more about the defense later. Another guy that's been really impressive for me for them has been Andre Jackson Jr. from UConn. Just the athleticism jumps off the page. He's able to knock down an open three. He just fills a lot of gaps for them, especially without Jay Crowder in the lineup of late. Um, I think he can be a piece for them come playoff time. And per usual, I think the guys, Pat Connaughton, um, Bobby Portis, Malik Beasley, that whole bunch of guys just goes out on a nightly basis and does their job as best they can, knocks down open threes, makes the right plays. They just try to win ball games, And then on defense, they work their tails off to be successful at that end also. And then to talk offensively, Giannis has been awesome. Uh, plus seven points per possession offensively, uh, helping the rebound percentage as a team. He's even on defense. We haven't gotten there yet, but defensively with him on the floor, teams are minus 7.4 points per 100 possessions. Just Giannis being Giannis, playing at an MVP level, being the guy for this team. Chris has been good for them also, has been in and out of the lineup, but just overall a shot creator. He looks back in form. Um, he's not as quick as he was, but he's still able to get to his spots, knock down tough ones, knock down open threes, playing the paint with his size, just being kind of a vet, knowing his spots, knowing how to get there, and helping them score and be one of the best offenses in the NBA. And then Damian Lillard just opens everything up for them. The way that he's able to shoot, he's able to create off the bounce. He's able to just open up the pick and roll game. He's also able to play off the ball and knock down those shots. He creates tempo for this group. And I just love his addition for them so far offensively, just making them so explosive. But with all that being said, the other end of the floor has not been as pretty. So to look at the Bucks in terms of their overall defense, they're 21st in defensive rating on the year. They aren't forcing any turnovers. They're 28th in turnover percentage. They're mediocre at rebounding, 17th in opponent offensive rebound percentage. Teams aren't getting foul shots with Brooke Lopez, Giannis, Bobby. Just Those guys have been part of some of the best defenses in the NBA the last five to eight years. So it's like they know how to prevent easy shots at the rim. Um. I do think that teams are kind of just finding good looks specifically at the rim and from three, B 
because they aren't sure yet with their defense what they're doing. The identity has shifted um, from being a team that really didn't switch a ton and was kind of guard your yard and trust Brooke Lopez at the rim to being a lot more switching. Uh, Adrian Griffin came in and he wanted to switch a ton. Uh, it just didn't mesh well with the group. I do think that of late, Brooke Lopez has been able to drop deep and the switching has been funneled toward him. And that's what's helped them find success, specifically in the last two weeks, just making teams take tough shots at the rim. On the year, teams are shooting above average at the rim against them. But I think the way that they've been doing it of late is big time, and they're starting to find their groove and identity a little bit less switching. Um, there needs to be contact now. Uh, they're really doing a good job of being selective in spots. Like if the ball screen is an early drag and it's high on the floor, they're going under it, staying with their guy, allowing Brooke to drop deep. When Bobby's at the five, I love the activity that they're using him in high hedges, blitzing even, just trying to cause havoc. Great job at zoning up the last two weeks. But overall, I think that they have a lot to figure out at this end of the floor. Like teams are getting a ton of good looks in spot-up situations, shooting 57.3% effective field goal percentage in spot-ups. In the pick-and-roll, teams are kind of getting what they want overall for the season, shooting 48.5% effective field goal percentage. Like, they aren't spectacular at anything yet, and I think that that's kind of what hurts them. Um, a team that's been so dominant defensively since they've had this nucleus together and now they just can't figure it out with Adrian Griffin. Um, yes, I did say the last two weeks have been better, but I do think that they need to continue moving forward to find an identity. On the night we're recording this, they play Wemby um, and the Spurs, so you'll know how that game goes. But that's another good test to go out there, show that you can protect the rim. You're going to get out, close out on threes, and force tough twos. Do what they've always done. Maybe in this new way where they're able to pressure a little bit more, down some more ball screens, play more ice, but let Brooke Lopez be the anchor, funnel it all toward him. You have great individual defenders um, in Giannis, Pat Connaughton. I, I'm a believer in Bochamp. I'm a believer in Jackson Jr. Um, I just think that the way that I said that they weaponize offensively, they don't have the same weapons defensively now. Uh it's tough having Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, and Malik Beasley in your starting lineup in terms of the defense. Um, of late, Bochamp or Jackson has been starting, so that also can be a reason why the defense has looked a little bit better. Uh, it's just tough when you have those three guys on the floor to guard, but maybe when they all get back, they're able to guard at this level, do the same things, and still going to allow Brooke Lopez to be great. And Giannis can take the best perimeter wing scorer just to ease things up a little bit. But we'll see what happens when they get healthy. Um, overall, though, I think the Bucks are in a terrific spot. Um, coming Christmas, within the next few days, I think that they the only way that they can improve is through trades and free agency. Uh, got to improve the perimeter defense. I think health is going to be a big part, getting Jay Crowder back, um, getting just everyone playing together, um, trusting the young guys a little bit more because it will provide length, athleticism, and also guys that can knock down open threes uh, for the offensive sake. Just overall, I think that they need to put that focus on defense. I know that there was jokes going around about 
the interview and Adrian Griffin talking about defense and they need to practice and put it all together, but they really do. They need to get in the gym together. They need to lock in on what they're about, what their identity is at that end of the floor because they've been an elite defensive group basically the last however many years you want to put out there. Uh, I think they have a chance to be really, really good again. Um, And they already are one of the most elite offensive teams in basketball. And I think the sky's the limit for them at that end of the floor. Damian Lillard, Giannis, Chris Middleton, Malik Beasley, Marjon Bochamp, Brooke Lopez is shooting it. Bobby Portis is shooting it. Uh, Pat Connaughton's going to knock it down, run the floor, offensive rebound. Uh, Bochamp shows flashes of being an elite shot creator. So it's like, they have the weapons offensively and they weaponize everyone to do their best, but going to the defensive end of the floor, they need to continue to put these things together. They've that they've been able to over the last two weeks, just to be able to con- find that connectivity, get stops consistently, and then allow the offense to flow off of their defense rather than just trying to play offense like they were earlier in the year. I think that the sky's the limit for them. Um, this podcast is going to be a little bit short just because I am riding solo. Uh, we originally planned to talk about the Suns also and have some back and forth conversation about both teams, but I'm going to just rock with the Bucks today. I hope you guys enjoyed this short episode, learned something about the team, learned something about what they've done of late to be more successful and what they can do moving forward. And until next time, peace.